Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 308 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be diving into tips for blogging as a business for 2023. Now, before we do that, I want to make sure that if you are looking for accountability and direction as far as your business going beyond listening to a podcast and trying to implement it on your own, I would highly recommend filling out an application for my mastermind program. We are continually running mastermind programs where we bring together six women and they are from all different niches so that they can grow their businesses together. We have two of the women get on the hot seat. They ask a specific question about their business to the group, and then we're all able to brainstorm as well as have my guidance and one-on-one to be able to push their businesses forward. So if you're ready to move forward and are looking for a group of women that you can grow your business with, I would highly recommend filling out an application. All right, so let's talk about blogging as a business. We learned a great deal about blogging as a business so far in 2022, and there are five tips that I want you to move forward with into 2023. So when we are looking at blogging as a business, what does that actually consist of? Now, the first thing that I want you to keep in mind, even before we get into the tips, is that in order for your blog to be seen as a business, you have to see it as one first and foremost. You have to stop putting aside your blog in order to take care of menial tasks that aren't really moving your business forward or are not fulfilling you the way that you need them to be. If you want your blog to be considered a business, you have to think of it as that. You have to try to put in hours in within your day that are going to be dedicated to working on your blog and your business. So that is even before we get into the tips. Now, if we're looking at the five most important tips that I can give you, the first one is to know your audience and the problem that you solve. So now you can go back and there, we're going to link to it in the show notes, but we've talked about understanding your audience a great deal when we talk about your avatar. You have to be able to tell me who your audience is and what problem you were solving for them. A lot of bloggers will start off and they'll throw spaghetti against the wall and they'll see what sticks and they'll talk about the things that they like to do and the things that they see themselves as doing. But what ends up happening is it makes it very difficult to figure out what content to move forward with. So when you are thinking about this, what is it that people routinely ask you about? What are you really comfortable talking about and feeling like you have a leg up or you're two steps ahead of the next person that would be asking you those questions? So whether that is creating recipes as far as baking, or if you are more confident as a decorator and you want it to be a certain specific style, you really need to think about your audience and who it is that you want to be speaking to. So if your style isn't farmhouse, then don't talk about farmhouse decor. Instead, stick to modern design or whatever it is that you are interested in. 
The second tip that I want to give you is because I have a lot of clients that will come to me and say, what do I do to move forward the fastest? There are so many things I could be doing. What should I focus on? And that's where I always start with the first one and knowing your audience and the problem that you solve. But the second is keyword research and SEO. They matter so much moving forward. They're not only mattering when it comes to being found by Google, but they're also mattering in social media platforms, Pinterest, Instagram. TikTok because the algorithms are getting smarter and smarter and they're able to pull from our descriptions. So when we're talking about it, I want you to really start to dig into keyword research and SEO. What is it that you can do to the content that you already have in order to improve your SEO and moving forward, how can you make yourself seen as by Google as the expert in the topic that you want to talk about? The third tip for you is to grow an email list from the beginning, the middle, the end, wherever you are in your journey, start growing that list. And if you already have been growing it, continue to grow it. You want to make sure that you are always growing that list because it's going to drive traffic. It is going to give you an opportunity to have your audience know, like, and trust you so that as you move forward and decide you want to have a product or service out there, you have an audience to purchase it. So always be growing that list. My fourth tip, and you could kind of see I was hesitating on this, even when I was giving my last tip, because the fourth tip is important. You have to have a plan for monetization. You need to decide how you are going to monetize. Are you going to grow your page views and look to monetize via ads? If you're a blogger, you absolutely should be doing that. Can you also think about a product or service that you could potentially sell as your own to that audience? Could you work with brands on sponsorships? Could you use affiliate links and talk about products and make recommendations that then they would sell and you'd get a kickback off of that? Think about the different ways that you are planning to monetize. Because as you move forward, this makes it so that your ground is already set up for that. So that as you're growing your email list, you're showing them, hey, I've got a product, I've got a service that I can offer you right from the out of the gate. Because otherwise, you have blogging audiences coming to your blog very used to getting content for free. And when you make a switch to offering them a product or service, it sometimes throws them. But if you do it from the very beginning, it doesn't. Now, for those that are listening going, holy crap, I've been blogging for five years and I don't have a product or service and all of my content is free. It's not too late. All you have to do is start to warm them up to the idea of it. And that is what you would be doing with your list, which is why number three is so important with growing your list. As you continue to do that, it makes any way that you decide to monetize that much easier. Your list is also very valuable. If you, As you've heard me talk about when I'm talking about sponsorships and working with brands on sponsored campaigns, your list is important because you can send a blast to your list that is a great deal of value to that brand because again, it's getting them in front of the audience that they ideally want to be in front of. Now, my fifth and final tip is to create content consistently. Now, for some of you, you're probably thinking, okay, you, we've talked about all the different ways, things that I need to be focusing on right now and you haven't mentioned social media at all. 
I am not telling you that you do not need to do social media. But what I am telling you is, is that you need to pick a place that you are going to be known, that you're going to have your content and you need to repurpose it and use it on other platforms. And if you are getting started with, or if you have tons of different social media outlets, figure out where you are seeing the best ROI or return on investment for your time and energy that you are putting into those platforms. You really need to be paying attention and looking at your numbers because that is blogging as a business. Looking at your numbers, understanding where your engagement is coming from, understanding where your people are interacting with your content is important so that as you are making sure that you are creating content consistently, you are able to see what platforms are the best use of your time. Is your audience going to TikTok looking for the content that you produce? Or are they primarily looking for it on Facebook still? Are they looking for a Facebook group that they could interact in? You have to know your audience. That's why number one is so important. Because if your audience is actually listening to podcasts and that's where they're going to end up booking your services or buying your products, then you need to have that content there as your number one spot that you're being consistent so that you can then take that, repurpose it, create a blog post out of it, use it on social media that maybe they are still continuing to interact with you on. But again, I have had clients that I have spoken to that have said to me, I know my audience is listening on my podcast. They are directly coming to me, booking and buying a service for me, telling me that that's where they are coming from. Yet, I am still spending time and creating reels and trying to post every day and do stories every day. And I'm not seeing any engagement there for that. Well, my answer to them is always, why are you spending that time there? Think about cutting off potentially what you are doing over there. Make it so that you're consistent once every other day so that there's still content there. But if your audience is looking for the consistency in your podcast, and that's where you're getting your biggest bang for your buck, then that's where you need to be spending your time and your energy. So figure out how you can create content consistently the entire time, wherever that medium and platform is best for you. All right, you guys, I appreciate you all so much for taking the time to listen in. If you haven't left a rating and review in the past, I would highly appreciate it if you did. Um, And you can also always just send me a DM at Jenny underscore Milner's if you have any questions about this or any other episodes. Thanks so much. And I will see you all next time.